0: Spartan fans, for your small but mighty Spartan fan. Michigan State Athletics is proud to offer the 2023 Junior Spartans Kids Club, offering unique and fun opportunities throughout the entire year. Memberships are limited, so get yours while you can. Register your child today by visiting msuspartans.com backslash juniorspartans. So much excitement about the Lions and what they might do this year. Uh, If only they had a tougher opening assignment, Jim.
1: (laughs) Well, you might as well hit the ground running. So so how bullish are Dan and and Dave? Are are they they pretty uh, upbeat as far as the, the Lions' possibilities?
0: Yeah, I think they're cautiously optimistic. I don't think they're over the moon. I know some people. Trent Bally, who said that the Lions uh, would win 13 games. Yeah. I don't know that uh, Dan or Dave are there, but I think that they have a legitimate chance to win the NFC North. Maybe that says as much about the NFC North as it does about the Lions. But I think that uh, they think they have a great chance. And if you look at the home schedule, Jim, only eight games, not nine. Uh, all the NFC North teams play eight home games, and there's a good chance that the Lions will win them all. They'll be favored in every one of them.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I sent, I sent your text earlier today. I think Jack with a couple of things that I noted. I think are definite improvements than than, than years past. And one is that uh, Thursday night will be the first time they will be able to field their top five offensive linemen. In I think four seasons. Um, now they still haven't figured out who's going to play the right uh, uh, guard. Yet. Will it be Tyre or, or Grand Glasgow? But but those are both pretty good choices. But the fact that can they can field their top five is a step is a step forward. And then of course the fact that on the defensive line Isaiah Bugs who was really maybe their steadiest yeah. defensive lineman last year as far as the inside goes. He won't even play, he won't even suit up on Thursday. So that tells me the depth on both sides of the ball up front is definitely improved.
0: Well, that's what the preseason's for, working the bugs out, right?
1: <laughs> well, this bug got worked out. And you know, they signed him to a two year extension, so it's not like they, they weren't figuring him in, but to me, that tells me guys like uh, Levi uh Andrique have made a lot of yeah. progress and are taking and you know, Jack, good teams have a lot of competition for minutes. That's what drives some of these guys is fighting for the job.
0: Absolutely. And I think that the depth on this team, we talked about that a lot with Michigan State, but I think the depth on this Lions team, even at backup quarterback with Teddy Bridgewater, uh, that's got to be a sigh of relief. Not that you want Jared Goff to go down, but uh, you can look at this and Jamison Williams being suspended. Isn't the death knell. For a lot of teams, a lot of Lions teams in the past, if you take a high first-round draft pick uh, at a skill position out of the lineup, they don't look anything close to what they do. And now they're just trying to figure out who's going to be the number two receiver behind Amon Ra.
1: Well, you know, good teams don't rebuild; they reload, right? And, and right. that's where the, the lie. You know, it wasn't that long ago. Like within the last two years, if they lost, say, a starting cornerback. Their next guy might have been an undrafted free agent, or but now with the depth they built in the defensive backfield, um, they they can bring in a guy who started the NFL as their backup instead of. So that's an example of the way they built their depth. Their depth systematically throughout the whole team. Um, they've got experienced backups in every single position. So what do you expect Thursday night? You know, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions came out and really handed it to to Kansas City, like you know, maybe even you know came away with with a, with a close win. Or I wouldn't be surprised if 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 uh, Kansas City was like you know the big dog hitting the little puppy in the head and said, "Okay, down now." And, and they came out lost by by twenty or twenty two. So neither way would surprise me because. The Lions are still unknown. We don't know how good they could be. A lot of their guys are unproven. The defensive backfield is unproven. A lot of the guys, the offensive backfield is totally unproven in terms of a Lions team. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised it went either way. Uh, how do you think they're going to defend Patrick Mahomes? Well, again, I, you know, I, I'm not a technical guy. All I know is they can bring off, bring guys off the bench now who were starters even last year right? So, and they've got in the defensive backfield um, guys who have been Pro Bowl players starting where last year they had, who's this guy going to start? I mean, to me, that's, I don't know, the technical side of defending him, but I think that Campbell, the linebacker, can run as fast as any linebacker. Maybe he can run with Kelsey and, 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 and maybe take him off his patterns. So they have got some strategic moves they can make, but bottom line is, how good will this defense be? We won't know until we see him play. I mean, that's one thing about the preseason, Jack. We used to get an idea now, uh, by now, how good these teams were. They don't play anybody of note. All we know about no. is the backups.
0: Right. Uh, if the Lions uh, do upset the Chiefs, what do you think that will mean for the passion, for the fervor in the Motor City and beyond across this state for right. fans who – are giddy right now, and uh, you can only imagine uh, what will happen if they beat the world champions and come home to face Seattle.
1: Yeah, I, I see. I'm almost my fan wearing my fan hat. I'm almost saying, I hope they don't win because that could really set the the uh, bar so high that that that. Even a 10-win season wouldn't reach that that pinnacle, you know. So I want it to be realistic. I want them to do whatever it happens Thursday. I want it to be realistic that they can keep doing that whatever all year. I don't want it to be where now we're expecting a, a 16 and 0 or 17 and 0, and that's that's not realistic either. I want to see what they can actually do with the team they have and build from there. I don't want to see something that's going to be like you say, light light, light a, a candle or light, light a fuse that, that nobody can put out. All right, let's talk gonna lose, for a minute. They're going to lose games this year, right? They're, yeah, yeah, They're yeah, going to lose. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. no team, you know, very rarely does a team go out, and And I think 13 wins is crazy high. I mean, if they got yeah. 10 or 11 uh, improving, you know, let's say three or four games, from that, that's going to improve it year to year.
0: Yeah, uh, nine and eight. So I'm saying that they can win two more games. They do have a favorable schedule after the opener. Uh, you look at the teams they have coming in you know you get the Raiders and you get the Broncos Uh, you know you you have teams from uh, the NFC that are not in the division coming in that I think are beatable Uh, not automatic W's there are none in the NFL but I think games that the Lions should win if they are a division championship team and you know, a team that has aspirations of going a long way in the playoffs, not just making them.
1: Well, I, I, and I think I think eleven to twelve wins is definitely doable. I think that's that's where I would the, the bar, you know, the mark yeah. I would set. But don't forget, Jared Goff has been nothing but uh, but unpredictable and and and, um, and inconsistent in his career. He's had great years and come right back the next year and been out to lunch. So. He he had a tremendous last half of last season. I mean, unbelievably good. To keep that up, I think is unrealistic to expect. Um, he needs to find his level that he can again can be consistent with throughout a whole year, not up and down, up and down.
0: All right, let's talk about the Detroit Tigers and winners of four in a row, undefeated in, la- in September. Jack, yeah, how about that? They won their last game of that set against the Yankees and then cleaned up on Chicago what a horrible team the White Sox are
1: and And, and you know what they've got some good players too that's that's the that's yeah. surprising thing is they're so bad with some pretty good players, which, which tells me it's a bad it's a bad program. But, but the Tigers have definitely set the mark now. They are in the upper uh, upper half of the league. I don't think there's any question about that. They are definitely uh, uh, 12, 11, 10 now, not, not 15, 16, uh, 17, I think in the league. Um, but they've got a long way to go You know, talk about setting, setting the mark for being consistent. Um, when the team hits, they win. When they don't hit, When that middle three doesn't hit, they don't have a very good chance of winning. And you've got to win some games without your big guys hitting, and they haven't developed that knack yet.
0: How about Miguel Cabrera with another four-hit game now uh, tying Henry Aaron for 21st place? Seems like he's passing somebody almost every night uh, past George Brett on the hit list. But tying Aaron... Uh, For 21st place with 49 four-hit games, Uh, there are a lot of guys who play in the league and they go through their whole career and they never have a four-hit game.
1: Well, I I think we should probably give um, A.J. Hinch a lot of credit for playing Miguel Cabrera the right amount. Uh, he is healthy as he as he, he could be for this time of year, especially. He's still being productive under the new Miguel world, not the old one, but the new one. He's still being productive. He's still a productive part of the lineup. To me, that gives AJ Hinch a lot of. We give a lot of credit for, for figuring out the right way to play him and make the most out of what Miguel has left.
0: And what is that? What does Miguel have left? Well, we were debating whether he was going to go through without a home run. Then was he going to have one? Now he has three. Do you think we have seen the last home run from Miguel Cabrera? Well,
1: I said that before, yes, and he sees a home run. So uh, I, I think when he gets a home run, it's almost – not by luck, but but he just he, he can't hit like he used to home runs. His power is almost gone because of of the, of the legs and the and the poor shape that they're in. But I think the fact that he's being a contributing uh, single and, and once in a while double guy is is good. I mean, it, again, if you didn't know who it was and all you saw were his stats for the year, you'd think he was a fairly a productive DH, you know? Yeah. Um, Not by Miguel's standards, but by the standards of the Tigers. Hey, there's a lot of guys in this team that have hit a lot worse than Miguel this year, and to me, that's an accomplishment. that They got the most that he had left. They figured out how to squeeze it out, and he's still fun to watch. He can still, once in a while, hit a double. The, the Last week when he hit that, that base hit to extend the game uh, where they came back uh, late, um, he can still do something of note, as you said, a four-hit game. Maybe, who knows, maybe he's got a two-home run game left in him, Jack, because he does have a, a – a, he's got a real nose for the for the uh, moment, right? Who knows? Yeah. Nothing would surprise me, Jack. If he had a two-home run, two run, run game yet this year, I'd say that's Miguel, you know. Uh, but I tell you, it's a lot better than it could have been. He could be limping to the to the uh, finish line. At least he, he may, may not be sprinting, but he's running to the finish line.
0: Did you see the special – on Valley Sports Detroit. I think it's titled Miguel Cabrera, One of a Kind.
1: Yeah, not but yet. De- mo- I think it debuted last week, didn't it? Yeah.
0: Yes, it did. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it yet,
1: but I, I, I know, I've seen clips of it, and I know what it's about. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't love to have that kind of video to produce and, and to celebrate, right, with the, with the career this guy's had? Yeah. You can't go wrong with that.
0: Well, it's an interesting concept, Jim. Uh, you've been involved in some of these kinds of productions. I know you got one in the works now. But this is mostly people talking about him. Yep, yep. And whether it's Verlander or Scherzer or Martinez or, or you know, guys from other teams, uh, people from around the league. Uh, I think they got everybody in it, but Albert Pujols.
1: Well, I think and it's that thirty for thirty mentality. Isn't that what kind of set the bar for this when they started bringing other people yeah. on? Not just showing video clips of the player, but interpreting the player's career through the eyes and comments of other people. That, to me, is what really changed it was when the 30 for 30 came out on on HBO. That makes
0: makes sense. It makes sense. So what do you think the chances are that the Tigers will ride the streak a little longer and win this series against the Yankees?
1: Well, that, the Yankees are still an awfully good they got team. Got Garrett Cole
0: going against them. Right? Yep,
1: yeah, yeah, you know I saw something when I was looking at the stats for tonight's game. Garrett Cole has a one point zero four WHIP, which is pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. Alex Baez, I think he's I think he's twelve and six, and his ERA is is under three, right? Alex Baez has a two and five record, and his ERA is four point six something, right? You know what his WHIP is? No, one point zero seven. So he's, oh. right, he's right in the – what that tells me is is that, that, that uh, Garrett Cole has a much better team surrounding him, right? And well, it that when tells he pitches-
0: me that uh, Alex Fajardo hasn't put a lot of runners on base, but he's given up the big hit, and he's well, given up home runs, which have uh, increased his earned run average, but he has kept a lot of guys off base, and he hasn't walked batters.
1: Well, but 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 my point is though, Alex Faedo when he's got a better team behind him will be a more productive pitcher because he doesn't put guys on base.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean uh, the wins and losses you're absolutely right. That has a lot to do with the run support. Right. But you you shouldn't have an ERA in the fours if well, your WHIP I, is you know, 1.07.
1: I think I think he's one of those guys that had a couple bad games, you know. I don't. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. I think he's had, he's had many more good games than bad games. But, but the reason i bring it up is because a, a Fayeto, we don't hear much about. But but the depth of this team's pitching, uh, when you start with uh, with um, with uh, with Tarek and, and Matt Manning, well, maybe it dips down to a Fayeto, who is another homegrown talent. That when you start putting that everyday lineup around and that's better, could benefit from that.
0: I'm wondering, Jim, if you would be confident going into next year with the Tigers pitching staff, if you keep Eduardo Rodriguez and you get Casey Mize back, Fiedo takes a step, uh, Matt Manning, and I think Scoobo has a chance to be an all-star pitcher. Oh, absolutely. Uh, would you like to trot those five starters out there?
1: Yeah. I, I, now, obviously the big thing there would be health. They'd have to keep them healthy because between Mize, uh, Manning, and 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 um and Fiedo and, um, and uh, Mize, uh, Mize, Manning, uh, uh, Schuble, and and, and um, Mize, M- 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 well, they've all all five of those guys have been out with injuries. They gotta keep them healthy. But yeah, I love the talent of that lineup, and if they can keep Rodriguez, uh, you know, I was thinking about that today. You know, we heard when he, when he didn't want to take that L.A. Uh, trade, he, he wants to stay in the eastern part of the country. Maybe uh, New York is or uh, Detroit is far enough east. Maybe he doesn't need New York or Boston. So maybe they could make a, a, a move. For, maybe he does feel an obligation to the team because they carried him last year with all his personal issues. So who knows? But I'd love to see him lead off the lineup, uh, the starting lineup uh, for the pitching staff next year because I think he's a really good pitcher. Well,
0: they're going to get Miggy's money back. So uh, that's money that comes off the books. They could certainly spread some of that around to Erod if they wanted yeah. to.
1: Yeah, and that's I, I, one I, way I, they could I, go. I don't see Avi Baez come back next year I, I, unless they can't move his contract, which maybe a possibility. But I cannot see if they have a choice them bringing him back because he is such, he is so anti what Scott Harris and and, and AJ Hid are trying to do with that with that lineup and the hitting philosophy.
0: Well, who do you see lined up to get him?
1: I don't know. I don't know. You probably have to pay a lot of his salary, but I just think he's addition by subtraction to this lineup um, yeah, because he's so inconsistent.
0: I agree. I think that uh, he's an out most of the time. and He did have a couple of big hits last week, the week before, but you know what they were? They were broken bat hits, yep. lucky hits. You know, the ball just lands a foot inside the foul line or on the foul line, and, and so, you know, it was – Kind of swinging at a bad pitch, not getting a great swing on it, not coming inside the ball, and he got bailed out. But
1: uh, he's a he's an excellent defensive shortstop. But, Maybe but someone can, would want he that. He can be, Jack. He can yeah. be. He can make the unbelievable play, but he boots the easy ones, too. Don't forget that. Yeah. So he hasn't I, I booted think as many
0: easy ones this year.
1: I think, well, I think I his
0: defense has been better and his offense has been worse.
1: Yeah, I would say this. If I was the Tigers, I'd go to Miami. I'd go knock on their door and see because he might be a draw in Miami with his uh, background and his and his uh, lineage. Maybe Miami might be a good place for him to play, or maybe Seattle, another team that has some a lot of good young players, but might like a little, a little bit more zip to the lineup. Uh, but I, I, don't, I don't know who would take him, but if I'm the Tigers, I'd find somebody.
0: Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Hey, uh, Jim, let's talk a little bit about the Pistons before we let yeah. you go. And uh, schedule, right? We got some schedule. Well,
1: news. we 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 now know what it's going to look like, um, both the regular season um, and well, the regular season with the with the in season tournament, which is the new thing, of course, um, but also the preseason. Yeah, the, the teams actually going to start playing their first exhibition game on October the eighth against Monty uh, Williams' uh, former team, the Phoenix Suns. Um, they're going to play uh, the the Nuggets uh the uh NBA champ nuggets that'll be a fun game um there's one day October 8th when the when the when the uh lions will play at 1 and i think the pistons will play at 4 or 6 that day so that kind to of be kind of one of those doubleheader days downtown and they also play a game in in uh montreal in, in they call it the Canada uh, Canada series so they're going to play uh, uh oklahoma city in montreal so kind of interesting preseason schedule
0: yeah uh, do you think that there's a buzz, an interest, or is it likely to be completely drowned out by what the Lions do?
1: I I would say this. It all depends on how quick they start. If they get off to a quick start – and Cade Cunningham really gets off to a, a start where he's, you know, lighting things up. And yeah, I think they could they could get their niche of, of, of fans um, if they start out slow and go, you know, a one in five or one in six to first. I think that that may be the death. now. it'll be tough to ever get that. They have a they have a window at the beginning. If they show, they could be a contender for a playoff spot or or whatever they're trying to shoot for. But they got to do it early. If they if they if they struggle to the outcome, I think they, they may never get the fans back during the season
0: fair enough Uh, we will talk again next week at this time and and you have an afternoon version
1: of baseball uh, this week Tomorrow, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, Rob, uh, Boston Robin, I'll be on uh, earlier tomorrow, but we're going to talk about a little more in depth about the Tigers and, and take a look at what the – they, they brought up a couple of players from the minors. To my surprise, they weren't the guys we figured they'd bring up if they were going to bring somebody up. So we'll talk about that, and then we've got some pennant races to uh, start really honing in on and see who's going to uh, survive these, these last couple of weeks.
0: Hey Spartan fans, when you want the largest and best selection of Spartan gear, Alumni Hall is your ultimate shopping destination. Come get your officially licensed gear. Nike, Champion, Columbia, Yeti, New Era hats, tailgating gear, and more. MSU students, faculty, and military receive 10% off in-store every day. And you can earn cash back with their Hall Pass rewards. Alumni Hall, located in Eastwood Town Center near the Apple Store. Or shop anytime at alumnihall.com. For the ultimate Spartan shopping experience, it's Alumni Hall.
2: Time for a career change? Looking to make a difference? Dean Transportation is looking for compassionate people to join our dedicated team of school bus professionals. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased starting pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling with weekday hours and more, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. No experience needed. Apply now and train all summer. Head to deanjobs.com. So, it's been a while since you've had your jewelry cleaned and inspected, right? Where will you go and who will you trust with your most valuable and treasured heirlooms? At Medawar Jewelers' four locations in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson and Portage, jewelry isn't just our job, it's our passion. Each and every piece entrusted in our care is thoroughly inspected by our trained staff against damage or normal wear we offer you our customer the highest level of quality on repairs and custom designs whether it's worn out prongs channels or shanks it's all handled with incredible care Metawar jewelers in lansing Ochemist jackson and portage want to help you preserve your memories and offer you options on creating new ones come in today for the cleaning and inspection of your jewelry we continue to work hard every day to earn your confidence and trust
0: Jack Eveling with my good friend Matt Sloan at Graph of Opinus. Matt, I see that the lots are filling up and showroom is too. Yes, finally. Lots are getting full. We're ready to sell some cars, Jack. And you got some new vehicles. Some news about the Silverado and the Colorado. That's exactly right. We have the all-new, completely redesigned 2024, three-quarter ton Silverado. And then we also have the all-new completely redesigned Colorado. Both fantastic vehicles. We're really excited. And then on the Nissan side, we've got the all-electric Aria, which is on the ground right now. That thing is absolutely fantastic seen technology like that ever before. Stop and see Matt and the gang on West Grand River in Okemos. They're making friends. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats.
1: Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's Creamy Fresh Frozen Custard and your favorite mix-ins. From the indulgence of Snickers to the richness of Dove chocolate, we handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like.
0: Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From From Wisconsin Wisconsin with with love, love, welcome to delicious.